The following is a presentation of Foosball Radio. It's Foos Talk Live. Are you talking to me? Compelling and lively banter. Are you going to talk to us? Talking foosball. Foosball was how I measured my value as a man. You took that away. Players and fans, promoters and pros. Unedited and raw. Talk, talk, talk. Living in the moment. We have a lot of important things to talk about. All while practicing social distancing. Cool. We'll talk. No big whoop. Let's get this thing started. Foos Talk Live. Hi, I'm Tom Robinson, and I want to personally thank our Patreon pillars for their support of Foosball Radio. That includes James Sparky Castillo, Craig Topham, Christina Fuchs, Ekaterina Sarbolescu, Carl Fleischer, Jay Teal, David Kala, Brian Schmidt, Cameron Burrows, Mike Green, Jimmy Love, Dwayne Stewart, Judy Schober. Jamie Kunst, Rob Cutler, Reed Rector, Clay Toomey, Adam Gilson, and our friends from the 716 Buffalo Foosball Club. Thank you. Your support brings continued and expanding content from Foosball Radio as we cover the greatest sport on earth. Visit patreon.com forward slash foosball radio to find out how to become a Foosball Radio patron. Learn more about the exclusive benefits we offer you. Foos Talk Live is brought to you by Original Leonhardt. The Leonhardt Tournament Model is the most popular foosball table at the ITSF World Cup. Designed and handcrafted in Germany. Order online and have it delivered to your door. Visit www.original-leonhardt-usa.com and use promo code FOOSTALK to save 10% off your purchase price. Munoz puts it back into play, goes back along the wall, a la Tony Spraderman. Brandon. Walks it aggressively, trying to come back down the middle, blocked by Mares. Rebound picked up on the five of Munoz, who tried to advance it, knocked back towards the goal by Spraderman's five. Here's Rue. Does he go for it? Does he wind up with a big pull shot? Nope, just looking to bring it near side and potentially clear it, but that one's going to get through Munoz to spray him in. Tony shooting against Rue for the lead. Levy has one timeout remaining if he wants to use it. Spraderman takes his time, wow. strokes it back down the middle, and lets out a yell. You got to love that from Tony. Look at the look on his face. Yeah, he, he is a killer. He doesn't get that. Oh, and he's smiling back. I love that. And Brandon doesn't connect on the pass. Yeah. When you see that look on the face of Tony Spraderman. Watch out. Yeah. Sliding that one up the table is Rue. Here's Mates. Looking to brush it. Each side of table seven if you Each player give me a ball. Good to pass again. Watch out the pull kick because I think Munoz is looking for it. But again, Robbie just trying to get it out of there. But it's picked off by Munoz on the five. He goes through that near lane with a chance to tie this fifth game up at four. Munoz near side blocked and taken back by Robbie. Again, Robbie just brushing it up the table. Saw the hole, got it out of there. Looking to feed Tony, but it's Rue who picks it up. 
and sets it up. Mares slides that one up there. Again, you've got to be so careful against Munoz and those extraordinary hands. After all is said and done, the ball is just going to end up on, I would assume, somebody's five, but we'll see. Did you have an opinion either way there? I, I didn't really see anything. Yeah, I, didn't, yeah. Yeah. I didn't either. Don't look it up here. Yeah, they're getting no help from anyone. No. I mean, the thing to do in this case is compromise, flip a coin. I mean... This stage looks like it's going to be with Rue at goal. And again, you're talking about four extremely honest players on the table. Terry Rue, a saint. Uh, Tony Spradman would never cheat you. Robert Mares, the class act that he is. And Munoz, who doesn't want to win that way. So these guys all believe what they're saying. Tony, you see him shaking his head. I don't think he's liking this. And of course, Terry Rue and Rob Mondes won a world championship together. One of the great performances, I think, in the history of the sport. Terry Rue, though, will put the ball back into play. Consider the bear poked, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that ball's coming back. Oh, that's twice. Yeah, Tony's focus elevates even more after situations like this. Hammered up the table. That one's going to land on the three-round of Munoz. Again, a chance for Brandon to tie it at four here in game number five. Munoz back down the middle. Into yep. overtime we go, folks. <laughs> now watch Rue's defense. What I love is he switched. He started doing what he saw Munoz do, that little jellyfish thing. And a steal here by Munoz. And a stroking shot home by Brandon Munoz. It is match point for Brandon and Terry. And a takeaway here by Munoz. That one back towards the goal, kept out by Robbie, but picked up on the three-rod by Brandon with a chance to win it. And he does. How about that? And Tony not happy. Tony not happy. Wow. Hmm. Tony 100% believes that the non-call, I believe, of a couple of balls ago heavily influenced the way that match ended. But you got to give credit for Munoz, who closed it. Well, I think Brandon wants to explain. I don't think Spreadham and Amatis want any, want any part of it right now. It's Foos Talk Live, episode number 155, a special Hall of Fame classic edition. Hey there, I'm Tom Robinson. And what you just heard was a clip of Adam Gilson and Jim Stevens of Inside Foos commentating 
probably one of the more controversial moments of the of the weekend. And I want to welcome Jim and Adam to Foodstock Live. And they are there in Vegas. I'm not. But uh, guys, what we just heard sounded like uh, a bit of a controversy. Tony Sprademan, not happy. Apparently, there was a jar or something was happening on the table that uh, that caused a, an issue. Uh, could you go into more detail about that? Uh, yeah, yeah, Tommy. You know, what happened um, was that there was a pass from Robert Marez. And, of course, Rob always trying to feed Tony Sprademan to get him more possessions as if he needs them. Um, but it was a pass play that uh, that Rob attempted to Tony. And uh, Tony and Rob both felt that Brandon Munoz jarred the ball and jarred it off of Tony's three rod. Mm -hmm. um, Brandon denied it. Terry Rue, and we've, we've done some research on this since that happened. Terry Rue didn't really see it. Um, Brandon Munoz denied that there was a jar. And if Tony, uh, Terry, of course, uh, backing up his partner, Adam, um, I think they offered to give the ball. Terry offered to give the ball back to Tony on the five, but Brandon did not. And that's kind of where the controversy mm. came in. Tony w definitely felt he was jarred, but wanted Brandon to acknowledge it and give him the ball on the three rod or at least on the five as a compromise. And that didn't happen. And that created some tension between the players, Adam. It absolutely did. And that was the whole point. And when we talked about that, point the next match uh tony spreadman messaged me he did. in the middle of that after you gave the information you got from uh, munoz and rue and he made that point like why would he even be arguing it if if they both offered that mm -hmm. was the contention only one did if munoz both did if there was consensus on that side he would have taken it yeah and they would have just moved on yeah. and played, that would have been done. The rest of the match yeah but he was heated and we saw that afterwards and the match switched really quickly after that yes and um yeah and Tony was not happy after the match as well, yeah. still shaking his head and, and kind of had some words for them as well. And we actually spoke to Tony a little later on as well. And he gave us even more details on his thoughts on and feelings about it. And he was not pleased and he was very disappointed in Brandon Munoz, who was kind of a Tony Spraderman protege. Tony has worked with him on the finer points of foosball. And Tony was disappointed that Brandon did not give the ball up. Mm -hmm. And we'll see how that plays out in the upcoming Open Doubles final, which, yeah. is, which is about to get underway here in, in Las Vegas here in a few minutes. Wow, that's that's exciting. Now, now just a quick question, Jim. I know that uh, this is this has happened in the past with Brandon Munoz because of his, his extremely fast play. And I think American players are not accustomed to that, and they do oftentimes wonder if he isn't just jarring the table. Uh, you know, I don't think it's intentional on Brandon's part, but uh, like you say, Tom, the, the style of play can create those those incidents in those moments. And, right. and Brandon has to be, um, has to have the wherewithal, the self-awareness to be able to give that ball up. You know, when you give the ball up, and even if there's just a, a, a little fraction of a doubt about whether it was a jar mm -hmm. or whatever, you give it the ball up, it's empowering to you, and it's a little bit deflating oftentimes for your opponent. So, you know, uh, like a golf, which is a self-officiated sport, Foosball at the very highest level can be that as well. Often is, is certainly with the big name players like Pappas and Spraderman and, and Maris and Rue and others. Um, and it needed to be so here as well. And so we're going to see how that all plays out as that open doubles final uh, comes up here in a few minutes. Well, we're looking forward to that. So guys, uh, Adam, Jim, I mean, I'm just watching the play by play this weekend is just phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And uh, I am jealous beyond, beyond measure. I can't tell you how, how jealous I am for, for not being there. And, um, you know, sharing an IPA with you guys, you know, 
Yeah, well, yeah we, we've been considering having a drink or two, maybe once the action all dies down, mm-hmm. um, an IPA or two, an IPA of the week. But, um, but no, you know, it's been a heck of a weekend. I, I think, Adam, I think you'd agree the other, one of the other big stories this weekend is Mylon Tran of, of Germany winning pro singles. And this is a great lady player, yeah. a world champion, multi-table lady player. She wins pro singles here this weekend. At a wow. major, a huge major. This is this is undoubtedly a major. There was over 100 players in that event. I think it was 167 in pro singles. Uh, and yeah, it was a huge accomplishment for her. And what's really fascinating, and we talked about this, Jim talked about this on the, uh, uh, the broadcast today, what it speaks to when you look at the top eight finishers in pro singles, only one was an American. Only wow. one was from the United States. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of the secondary story going on this weekend is the, the international crowd coming out in force and doing such a great job in what you would call the premier tour. Yeah, no, and you talk about the number of international players are here, but also it's the results. If you look in the non-open events, you're going to see um, some Canadians in there. You're going to see a, a player out of Europe winning amateur singles and doing it with a standard front pin. Um, Tony Gashi, the exciting player out of Toronto, mm-hmm. um, who has really made an impact here, winning expert uh, singles. Um, it's really been an international affair here this weekend. The Americans, at least at the at the non-open level, are going to have to to do some work to catch up. Well, I have to say, I, I noticed that uh, Mylene Tran was also uh, uh, first place in a f- several other events as well. Uh, am I correct in, in seeing, I think I, th- I saw it on the, uh, the, uh, the board there, was uh, amateur singles as well? Um, I didn't see the amateur singles. I'm, I'm looking at all the results right no, now. No, amateur singles was Nico Serena. Nico Serena, yeah, the okay. European gotcha. player. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, okay, for sure. But you know, she's a heck of a player. She, she, you know, is is a celebrity in Germany, a foosball celebrity in Germany. Mm-hmm. Who does a lot of work uh, with with podcasting and, and on Twitch, etc. Uh, a world champion, a multi-table world champion, really a professional player. Um, but this, her first big major tournament on Tornado. And she comes away with a title. And, you know, we've we've given it some thought, and we think she's the first lady player to ever win a pro singles championship at a major championship here in the United States. Quite a story. Will this open the door to to other Europeans who say, wow, look look what she did. Let's let's, uh, let's also give this a try. Oh, I would have to imagine. I mean, as much as that door was kicked down by Frederico Colignon, <laughs> I think it's, this is going to be a reminder it's that been a long that time. light is still on in the window. Yeah. It's been yeah, a and, long and the other, time. Yeah. The other thing, though, is that there are a lot of tornado tables now in Europe. And I think a lot of the younger players, especially because when the tour, when, when we first started really seeing international foosball, the European players did not like tornado because their style of play didn't translate to that table. Now, with the younger players who are being exposed to Tornado, which I think if you did a vote would be considered the best table in the world, um, their exposure to that is starting to develop these really good, really professional um, style of players that coming out of, uh, of Europe. Uh, and we already know in Canada that Toronto scene, I think I was talking to um, uh, one of the, the, the Canadian players, Mario Yanuzzi, I think, and he said there were 35 Canadian players here this this uh this wow. weekend and a lot wow. of them doing really really well so, <laughs> so awesome. i think that tom that's the big story is uh international um obviously we still have some work to be done as far as the open events tony spraydeman mm-hmm. um is in the singles final and we have the doubles final coming up that adam and i are going to jump down and do here in a few minutes but um but it's been quite quite an event here this weekend with almost 500 players in attendance 500 i was just going to ask about attendance this weekend 500 uh when was the last time that hall of fame attracted that many players 
Yeah, it's been a few years, certainly pre-COVID, um, since mm-hmm. we've had those kinds of numbers. But, uh, you know, it, it's uh, it, as we kind of wrap this up, um, it's been a great weekend. Still some great stuff to come. You can watch it at InsideFoods.com, folks, as we wind things down on a Sunday night here from Las Vegas. And, and Tom, we wish you were here, but at least yeah. you get to check in at Inside Foods oh, and, yeah. and, and, and watch some of the action. Absolutely. Looking forward to that. Incidentally, next weekend is the Masters, uh, which is out in Florida. And uh, listening for Foods Week this week, we, we could be uh, talking to somebody about that. You just never know. Um, that's the weekend after next. That's the weekend? I thought it was this coming weekend. Nope. Nope. Okay, weekend after weekend next. After. So, yeah, so we'll be talking about uh, the Masters coming up, but that's probably the next big event that's uh, headed our way in our docket. And, uh, oh, yeah, I forgot to mention to you guys, um, there was a smashdown here in Albany yesterday. And uh, I decided to show up and, and help out, but I played in the Open, came in third place in the Open. Yeah, that's, that's great awesome. work as, you're, With, uh, as you continue to grow as a, as a young player, Tom. It, <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. Keep up the good work. Shelly uh, from uh, Syracuse, Shelly uh, Schaefer, she is, uh, she's great forward, and uh, we, had, we had a great time. We we'd, uh, won a bunch of matches together, and, uh, yeah, it was, it was definitely well worth the time. No that's question. awesome. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think we got to get going because it looks like yeah. that match is called and ready to go. So Excellent. let's do it. Yeah. Let's, well, good luck, guys. Um, we'll be watching. And uh, no doubt, uh, thanks for, for joining us on Food Stock Live. But uh, next week is episode 156. And, uh, well, you just never know. But uh, safe travels, guys. And, and uh, thanks Thank for you. jumping on. Okay. okay. Catch up with you. We'll Later. see you, bud. Foosball tournaments are everywhere. Foos Talk Live proudly presents a weekly update of events near you with the Foos Talk Live Tournament Beat. Here's what's up. The Masters Open Championship is April 27th through the 30th at Holiday Inn, St. Petersburg, Clearwater, Florida. Don't miss the $10,000 Illinois State 10th Annual Foosball Championship May 5th through the 7th. Poplar Creek Bowl, Higgins Road, Hoffman Estates, Illinois. Here comes the next OFA Tornado Foosball Tournament, May 5th through the 7th at Tailgaters in Ottawa, Canada. Tavern Players Magazine presents the Spring Foosball Tournament, May 6th. Hobbs Brewing Company, Ossipee, New Hampshire. Powerkick presents the 2023 North Carolina Bonzini Open, May 19th through the 21st at Snooker's Billiards, Raleigh, North Carolina, all to benefit the boys and girls clubs. Get ready for the Texas State Foosball Championship, May 26th through 29th at the DFW Airport Marriott in Dallas, Texas. The Canadian Pro Tour by Canada Foosball presents the Edmonton Foosball Championships, June 16th through the 18th. Edmonton Foosball Club, Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. The Toronto Foosball Club presents the Tornado Foosball Tournament, July 14th through the 16th. Toronto Foosball Club, Toronto, Ontario, Canada. It's the 2023 Beachtown Beatdown, July 21st through the 23rd. Lake Worth Beach, Florida. More details coming soon. It's the Bardo Hearn Celebration Foosball Tournament, August 17th through the 20th at the Kalahari Resort, Round Rock, Texas. Make your plans now for the 2023 Tornado Championships, August 30th through September 4th. Clarion Hotel, Lexington, Kentucky. Each week, we do our best to give you the most up-to-date listing of foosball tournaments near you. If you have an event you would like to add, send us all the details at info at foosballradio.com. Tune in every week for the Foos Talk Live Tournament Beat.
Booze Talk Live is a product of Foosball Radio. With gratitude, we recognize our Foosball Radio Patreons, our Foos Talk Live sponsor, original-leonhart-usa.com. And thanks to InsideFoos.com for use of their audio during the show. Tune in again next week for another episode of Foos Talk Live. In the meantime, we'll see you foosin'.